I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Another day, another provocative act by North Korea. Today, the North reportedly moved a missile of considerable range to its eastern coast. The move could be in preparation for a military attack on U.S. or South Korean targets in the region, though observers still think that's unlikely. Meanwhile, for a second day in a row, North Korea kept South Koreans from entering the Kaesong Industrial Complex. That's where North and South Korea jointly operate more than 100 factories. But North Korea has been threatening to shut them down. This morning, reporter Jason Struther headed for the complex, which is located just north of the demilitarized zone, the DMZ. I was at the entry point to the Kaesong Industrial Complex. So I was still on the South Korean side, just on the southern edge of the DMZ. Uh, big gate that all these tractor trailers queue up in front of, waiting for the, the entry permit to get into North Korea, driving through the DMZ and then to the industrial complex. There are you know close to a thousand South Koreans that work in the industrial complex on a daily basis. Right. So a thousand South Koreans. How many North Koreans work there? About 40,000. There's 123 South Korean factories and they employ all these North Koreans as, well, more or less cheap labor. What are they making there? They make a lot of low-end goods. I mean, today when I was walking around talking with some of the drivers who were waiting and hoping to get across the border, I met one man who uh, was bringing parts for a toy factory, another guy whose big blue tractor trailer was filled with shoes, he told me, and then there was another uh, man who was uh, driving a, a truck filled with supplies for women's undergarments. Bit of everything. Well, this factory has kind of emerged as a component in the saber rattling from uh, North Korea, and that's part of the news today. First, let me ask you about one thing. How real is this threat that the plant will close on April 10th? I know it's just rumors at this point, but what are you hearing? I met the factory owner who uh, stated that he had received a letter from the North Korean government. He's a member of an executive council of factory owners in Kaesong that said all South Koreans must clear out by April 10th. Well, as soon as that hit the news, the South's unification ministry, the government body that handles relations with the North, said, oh, no, no, no. He misread it. North was asking for a, a kind of a time in, time out sheet based on you know the, the movements of South Korean workers across the border. But later on, the unification ministry seems to have backed down. So it's it's really unclear right now what that is. North Korea hasn't addressed that issue, but it did release a statement in its own media on Thursday threatening that Pyongyang would pull its 40,000 workers out of the Kaesong complex, which would seem counterintuitive. The factories produce about $2 billion worth of goods each year, so it, it seems like they'd be shooting themselves in the foot if they do, in fact, cripple the factories by removing all their employees. Also in uh, North Korean saber-rattling news today, Jason, uh, I know it's hard to uh, assess the military hardware threats coming from Pyongyang, but uh, what kind of missile did North Korea actually move to their eastern coast today? Well, South Korea's defense minister says that it's not a long-range missile. It's something similar to a medium range, and it's not pointed at the United States. It's unclear if it actually has a warhead on it. Defense Minister Kim believes that it could be used in an upcoming military exercise or perhaps just some sort of demonstration of strength. But if it were, in fact, a medium-range missile, those could have a range of up to about 4,000 kilometers 
which would, of course, not – 2,500 miles. It wouldn't put the U.S. mainland in range, but it would definitely put bases in Japan and perhaps Guam in range. Well, it's all kind of anxiety-provoking. How are South Koreans reacting to all this? Uh, you know, Marco, it, it's one of the things that I still find surprising living here in South Korea is that most South Koreans are completely apathetic toward what the North says. I, I think after six decades of hearing rhetoric and hearing often much worse threats and, and seeing real consequences, you know, naval skirmishes, islands being bombed, airplanes being blown up, clashes in the streets of Seoul back in the 1960s, North Korea saying, these days, you know, that we're going to turn Seoul into a sea of fire, I think people just shrug their shoulders. Anxiety inoculation, I guess, over six decades. Mm. Correspondent Jason Struther in Seoul, thank you. Thank you very much, Marco.